Hoagie's Garage Tobe. Hey, here we go. It was a good one tonight. Yeah, I think got, it will be. You know, you never know what it's like coming back from a major injury. No. You know, no. Cody, Cody Ledger's been out for a long time. Like a year now, I think, or yeah. something. Bad accident. Uh, broke one of the vertebrae. I'm sure we'll find out which one and just how bad it was and yep. what it's all been taken to come yep. back from that. Yep. So, yeah. Um, some other things we got to mention. Um, new new one is uh, the Dirt Guy. Um, somebody I follow on Facebook and stuff like that, and he's starting something new. So all you race car drivers that are in need of help with media, and so that could be Twitter, Facebook, anything like that, oh, okay. reach out to the Dirt Guy. The Dirt Guy would be more than happy to help you with any of your media needs. Um, it's the Dirt Guy Media Group. Yeah. But if you just look up the Dirt Guy on Facebook, um, you'll go right to him. So, so you're saying I should look him up then so I know who we're talking about. Absolutely. <laughs> I don't know that much about him. But, hey, if he's here to yeah. help the drivers, that's what it's all about, right? So, yeah. And then uh, the Midwest Anglers, if you like fishing, they talk all kinds of fishing. Yep. It's not just bass. Yep. It's not just walleye. It's all kinds of stuff. So um, they like calling people dirt bags. Yeah, yeah. They got nicknames for different things or whatever. <laughs> we um, won't. Well, I've probably been called a dirt bag before, but probably not as nicely as how they're using it. Yeah, so. yeah, absolutely. Um, another one is forged in dirt. Yep, another guy out on the west coast. Yeah, Dan Grebe, something like that. He is sure. Yep, that works. So yeah, something like I'm, that. I'm so, real good with names. Um, and then kind of a big one, Toby. Yeah, another busy weekend for me. Yeah, three nights know. though. I should survive. I did four a week ago, which was a lot of fun. Now we get three nights at Husets. Yeah, and it, it's going to be a blast. I mean, people need to get out to Husets. If it's if it's anything like it was last year, it was a great show last year. And and the fans didn't come out last no, year. I don't no. know if it maybe wasn't promoted enough. Well, or and what it the was deal is. it was late in the year too. They moved it up this year. Last year, you know, football oh, and right. stuff had started and. Yep. So hopefully they get a better turnout this year. But, yeah, it's, it'll be a good weekend. I'm probably going to have to take Monday off anyhow just because, you know, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, old guy. Yeah. Hey, you're going to have to meet Jade. Yeah, i got to stop talking Jade. Right? She's going to be there. Yep, she so, said she was coming. So so what? who are all racing at Houston's this weekend? Is it USAC? USAC, Midgets, and 410 Wingless. And I know the 305 sprints, the locals are running with them Friday night. Friday. But I don't know what's going on Saturday or Sunday, if there's a support class or not. Yeah. Because so. last year, I think they maybe had the late models there. Yeah. I don't remember. That was so almost, it's that Friday, was, Saturday, Sunday. Is Friday, that Saturday, Sunday. Yep. All right. So, cool. and the other big announcement with that is we've kind of hooked up with Houston's a little bit here, Tobe. So, um, we're going to keep doing the um, kind of the podcast with the winners. Um We'll do that on different different times and stuff like that, but it will be... When, when we can get together with them. Mainly the weekly shows. Yeah. Like, we're not going to do um, the, the USAC, USAC and stuff like that, but when we have a normal weekly show, we're going to have a HUSITS podcast with all the winners and maybe cool. some other guys with HUSITS. You know, we'll just have to see. Yeah, so, maybe we get Doug on here or something, see what he's got to say. Absolutely. That would That'll be work. great, right? Yeah. So... All right, when we come back, Cody Ledger. Cody Ledger. Co-op Energy, 
your tri-state supplier for all your energy needs. Tires for cars, trucks, and tractors, and fuel like farm fuel, gas, and propane to heat your house and all your livestock barns. Co-op Energy even supplies the propane for the propane pusher. Co-op Energy has several convenient stores in towns located near your local tracks. Stop in before the race to get your gas, snacks, and beer. If interested in doing business with CEC, give Randy a call, 712-400-8216. One more time, 712-400-8216 to set up an account, or you can visit our website at www.coopenergyco.com to find a location near your favorite track. Some of those locations are Wildcat Junction in Larchwood, Jackrabbit Junction in Sibley, in Worthington, the Interstate Sea Store, or the Blue Line Truck Stop. In Lakefield, it's Junction 86, and in Milford, Boji Junction. Stop by and see what they have for you. And we're here with Cody Ledger. How you doing today, Cody? Not bad, guys. Just got off work and had to run to the uh, hospital to a, a two-year-old checkup on our, our son, Layton. That's Is he healthy, I hope? Oh, yeah. He's, he's tiny, but he's healthy. That's good. Did you say it was his birthday today? Yep, he was born two years ago today. <laughs> hey, what a great day to do a podcast. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> At least you'll be able to remember it for some reason or another. Yeah, let's hope. <laughs> yeah. Hey, why don't you give us a little update on your whole family? Yeah, I got a, uh, you know, my, my dad, his name's Tracy. My mom is Susie. Uh, you got me, I'm the oldest of two kids. And I actually have a younger brother named Ty, uh, he, who's actually been taken over as a replacement for our racing team. Um, I just, like I said earlier, I got, I got a two year old son named Layton. Uh, through this time that I haven't raced, I became uh, a fiance to my my girlfriend or mother of our child. Her name is Katrina, and uh, yeah, just been uh, kind of working away my little off time I have for my accident and uh, just getting healthier. So, how has that been going with the brother? Then he been driving your car then, or just we uh we we bought a 305 for him and he's been driving under the 30 the 35l car um through you know they, last saturday was his fifth race is all ever in a, in, a, in a in a sprint car um he only raced a junior sprint maybe a handful of times years ago so other than that yeah i mean he's been doing every time he's gotten the race car he's gotten you know he shows signs of improvement every time and every time and, uh, you know, a couple of weeks ago, I actually contended for a win out there in uh, Crawford County Speedway in Dennis and I, uh, Iowa, where he finished second. Well, a little competition in the family now once you're back in the car. Yeah, let's, uh, <laughs> well, let, let's hope it isn't quite like that. If, if it comes <laughs> down to that, then maybe I might be retiring early. <laughs> where, where are you actually from, Cody? I'm actually from Omaha, Nebraska. Okay. All right, Toby. I was talking. asking earlier, and I wasn't sure, and thought, "Well, I know the guy will ask when we get to that point." So, when when did you start racing, Cody? 
I started racing, believe it or not, I started racing, I want to say I was either four or five, but it started off racing uh, four-wheelers and uh, motorcycles, motocross. Oh, and then how many injuries did you have doing that then? Most of the guys we've talked to with motocross are fairly beat up racing motocross. Believe it or not, I I never really injured myself. Um, Funny story is my first time ever racing an indoor race was actually my first time on a motorcycle was in Omaha for the arena cross. And uh, I want to say I was maybe five or six. And after the third night of race, and I, I ate the dirt so many times that I actually in, uh, went home and over that night and uh, looked down. And uh, the brothers have been uh, being banged a little hard. They're actually black and blue. <laughs> 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 so, that was the last year I finished up that. I finished up that year doing motocross, and uh, that was actually when we started running my uh, junior sprints. Oh man. So, did, that, did that for a few years. I want to say probably three years. I think I ran junior sprints. 2005, we uh, chased. This was back in the day, obviously, when I said 2005. And that was when they had the NMMA, National Modified Mid Association. Okay. Which is like your touring series for your micro sprints back then. And in 2005, I was the youngest national championship, national champion in the uh, junior sprint age. That's cool. awesome. Got your name in the record books. Yep, yep. Then uh, 2006, we decided to make the leap into the restrictor class. Did that a couple, Did that two or three years. Got a couple track championships, a regional championship out of it. Then uh, kind of we won to a point where in, in the Nebraska area where we were like, all right, well, we could keep running the restrictor and have these high expectations. Or do we just jump up to the big class, the outlaw class, and uh, and try to get permission to run wherever we can? And we did that and had some really good success throughout the years. And when uh, uh, good friends of ours, Jack Dover and his family, they uh, they offered up uh, a motor and a car at, at a pretty good deal that we decided to jump on. That's what started up my uh, sprint car career. Yeah, well. That's a good guy to know with Jack. He's he does quite well when he's racing too, so Oh yeah, we uh that was kind of the deal we made with them is they, yeah, we would do it, but only when only when Jack was in town. That was back when he was chasing still kinda of chasing the uh ASCS national series. Okay. So when he when he was in town we would go race and we it was basically kinda of like we were teammates, you know. He helped me driving wise, you know, you know, you know, changing your styles, comparing, you know, from going from a small track, which I started running 360s on, 360s on, which was Eagle Raceway, you know, and you know, learn how to drive that place, then going to I eighty and, and going to Knoxville, and where where you you know you don't you don't turn the wheel left at all, yeah. you know, you, you let the car do it, you know, let you let the car do all the work. Where at Eagle Raceway, you know, you you can kind of cowboy it up a little bit. Yeah, difference between the short track and the half mile track. That that. The Eagle Raceway is kind of a unique track, isn't it? That is that is a very fun racetrack, and I have not got the chance to run a 410 there. But that's you know that's a place where I pretty much cut my teeth at, starting off in 360s, and uh, when they kind of got rid of the 360 class there, it really really kind of took a toll on a 360 racing around here they ended up moving up to 305 or 
dropping down and running 305s there and it's still it's still a fun racetrack to run a 305 at you know a couple of years ago we had a ASCS came to town on a on a Friday or a Saturday and they ran 305s and 360s there and we ran both classes and I, I sure do miss running 360s there that was just uh it was a track of its own you know kind of similar to you know Hussett's yeah. And whatnot, but it was still, you know, had a lot of character to it every night. You know, it's had this huge dip getting in turn one that, you know, if you weren't used to it or, you know, you know, not prepared for it, you, it would end up, you know, you'd junk a race car. Yeah. Character, the polite term for rough track. <laughs> it, it would, it, yes and no. Yeah. It, it, wouldn't, it wouldn't be, it wouldn't be like choppy or hold up. It would just have this one dip in the racetrack. Oh, okay. Week by week. Kind of like they have a Rock Rapids going into turn three. That yes, seems to be yep. there every year. Every night there. Yep. Slick, rubber down or heavy, it's there. Yep, yep. So have, have you raced at Houston's much or even at all? Um, I've ran there before it was Badlands. I ran one of those Houston's in a micro sprint. We ran there a few times, maybe two or three times. I think one time was with the, uh, with the World of Outlaws. Sprint cars were there. We ran a micro as a as a support class. After that, I didn't run Houston's because I always ran on Sundays, and I was in school when I first started running sprint cars. And it was pretty hard to get you know run Houston's and get back three hours three hours back to Gretna where our race shop is, then a thirty minute drive from Gretna back into Omaha. That was just pretty tough to do. And then pay attention in class the next day. (laughs) Yeah, which that was hard enough as it is. (laughs) Um, But no, I ran there. My first time there was the year before last. They had the uh, they had a a two day three sixty race there. So no, sorry. Yeah, it was a two day three sixty race that paid ten thousand to win. Then last year we ran a uh, we ran a four ten there in the middle of year. And that was my first time there ever in a 410, and I think we ran third. So I was, we're pretty happy with that. Then we ran that four-day that four-day September race where we went to Jackson, Jackson, Houston, Houston. Yep. And that was actually well, that was my last time I raced was uh, September 1st of last year before I broke my neck. Yeah. What's what's some of your biggest wins? Oh, uh, I mean. To say the least, I mean, a lot of them came back in the micro days. Uh, won some pretty big races. Uh, was you know one of them was the uh, Wade Huseman from Kaiser Wheels. He put on a big big race, and we won that. Won a couple, you know, a lot of regional championships, a lot of regional races, memorial races. Um, part of my biggest three sixty win was actually a couple of years ago. It was on my dad's birthday at a it was an NCRA a uh, NCRA. Nebraska 360 race at McCool Junction. I think that was twenty five hundred dollars to win, which isn't a lot. But you know, when you're first start offering sprint cars and you know just trying to learn how to be competitive, and that was a pretty big win for us. Oh, absolutely! And then besides, it was on Dad's birthday, so you can just say Happy Birthday, Dad, and hand him the trophy. Oh yeah, even even better. <laughs> yep. <laughs> All right. Hey, we're gonna take our first break, Cody, and we'll come right back. All right. Sounds good like to thank Octane Inc. from T, South Dakota. They pretty much do a little bit of everything. They are known for their wraps. They wrap golf carts, uh, snowmobiles, um, trailers, 
sprint cars, hobby stocks. It doesn't matter. Uh, side by sides, they wrap it. Uh, they also do coolers and they will also do clothing. You can have t-shirts made there. Um, you name it, these guys can do it. I work with Brett uh, Vanderbrink all the time. He is amazing and I can't thank him enough for how much he helps me. And if I were you guys, I would definitely check out Octane Inc. You can contact them by calling 605-213-8343. It is 800 East Prescott in T, South Dakota. And again, they're just great people to work with. And we're back at Hoagie's Garage. So, Cody, I'm, I'm sure you've probably had to tell this story several times or hundreds of times maybe, but what really happened with the accident and, where, and what were your injuries? Um, well, like I said earlier, the accident happened at Houston on September 1st of last year, which was my last race I, I ran. Um, it was just good, hard racing, you know, just what Houston always provides for everyone, whether it's in the fans or on Dirt Vision. Um, was, I, was, I think I was just racing hard with Brooke Tattnall and made no contact with him. You know, we were sliding each other for like 7th and 8th or 8th and ninth or whatever it was, and I just got in too hard in turn one and slid up and hit the uh, hit the outside, hit the wall coming off of two right where that gate is. Yep. And in, in reality of it, it wasn't a hard wreck. You know, I kind of compare it to Kevin Swindell's wreck at Knoxville, you know. It wasn't extravagant, you know, there wasn't parts and pieces flying everywhere. I just hit it, and it just kind of, can't explain how it happened or how it you know what the what the wreck looked like but i just i came down on all four with no suspension and without the suspension the rear end came up and hit the hit the bottom of my seat and uh broke my uh teeth my t2 okay yeah that seems to be how them accidents you know you don't ever want to see them happen or but it seems like that's kind of the ongoing feature when the rear end comes up on guys when they land on all four yeah, it's it's kind of one of those things, you know, you never like to see a wreck, but those, in my case, the most extravagant wrecks have been the ones I've been able to just to pop my belts off of and, and brush it off, and, you know, I'm good to go the next day. It seems like these, like this, you know, easy wreck that turned out not to be so easy, you know, it ended up breaking my neck. So, did you know right away there was something wrong? Yes, I, when I came, when I got my breath, and I realized I had, I I couldn't move. I I could move my neck and my head, but I was I was paralyzed from the the chest down. So what what I landed, I landed with my feet in the position they were, and my both my hands were sitting on my lap, and I and I, I couldn't I couldn't feel nothing. I couldn't even see anything. All I remember I could what I do remember is I remember asking for my dad. I said, Dad, come here. Because I'm right here. He's like, no, Dad, come here. So he, he kind of gets his head in the cockpit. He goes, what's up? Are you all right? He goes, no, I can't see anything. I can't see and I can't feel. About three minutes after that, I, I kind of got my, my vision back, and I could start feeling my legs and my hands tingle. And then I looked down, I could see my leg was starting to bounce up and down from the, uh, from uh, just, just the wreck in the, uh, Adrenaline or whatever. Just everything that happened. Yep. Oh man, I can't. I can't even I imagine like, okay. the feeling that or the thoughts. You know, at that stage in it. 
Oh, yeah. It was, uh, I saw about 10 to 15 years flash right before my eyes, you know, with having a, a, a one-year-old and, and trying to figure out how the heck am I going to provide for my family. You know, I, I can't even move my damn legs, my arms right now. Yeah. Then once, once everything kind of calmed back down, I was able to calm myself down. And, and I was talking to the paramedics. You know, that's when I, when I started to get my feeling back in my body. I'm like, all right, well, this is all right. You know, okay, I, I can move my legs. I can move my arms. I can see. All right, it's not so bad. So I get out of the race car, and I'm sitting there. And I get out under my power. I get out with some help. You know, yeah. but it wasn't, they didn't have to cut the car out, none of that. I was able to climb out the top. And I got down, and I was sitting down, and that's when I made a comment. I go, I need to go to the hospital. And the year before last, got an accident at, at Belleville during the 305 Nationals and got out of the car and I was all right, you know, end up, end up going to the hospital back in Omaha and got checked out and I had, you know, bruised lung, bruised sternum, bruised heart. Um, I had bloodshot eyes, bruised face, and I and I knew it was worse than that. So that's why I told him, I go, Dad, I got I to gotta go. I, 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 need a, I need a ride to the hospital. I, so that's when Med started loading me up on the back stretcher and and with with the neck restraints on and everything, and that's when they took me in and found out that's when I ended up breaking my T two. Yeah. Oh man, those it's those MedStar guys are pretty good too. So. Oh yeah, they're. Uh, I got I got another video footage of them a couple of years ago <laughs> when I went. Uh, I got together with a guy at uh, Oskaloosa during the uh, during the Oski Challenge when they just had the three sixties. And I went out of the park there, and yet one one of the guys had a chest camera on, where he actually dove through the guardrail. Oh, really? To get to you? Yeah. So this this wasn't the first time that I've been uh, checked out by MedStar. <laughs> <laughs> well, hopefully it doesn't become a reoccurring thing. Well, I, I hope so. I mean, yeah, I hope that's not a recurring thing. Is what I mean. Yeah, 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 yeah absolutely. So how how tough has the rehab been, and uh, how how are you feeling now? Um, I, I don't remember much at the hospital. I do know that once I came off anesthesia and, you know, I was kind of a clown, but. Well, every, that uh, affects everybody differently. <laughs> oh yeah. But the hospital stay was pretty rough. Um, more rough than what even my dad knows. My dad, my dad owns his own, he owns the electrical company that I work for and so he couldn't, you know, he couldn't be there the full time. He came up, you know, two, I think two or three times throughout the nine days we were there. But, uh, you know, the only ones that really know how tough it was was my mom and, and my, my girlfriend, or now my fiance, who, you know, they were there the whole time right by my side. And they got to actually see the actual, the pain that I had to go through just with the surgery and, and not be able to do things myself and not being independent, not being able to be independent yeah no that was, that was probably the most hard thing there was i you know i i couldn't get up by myself i had i couldn't use the bathroom you know i had a catheter in so that was an uncomfortable feeling you know and that i can't even get up to go use the restroom yeah um, We're so, even, the little things you take for granted every day that oh, you don't no, even no, think about couldn't even couldn't even shower by myself you know it was just it was, it was a pretty rough deal um once we got released, you know, I had a, I had a, this neck contraption and back contraption I had to wear, and they, uh, I had to be home for four months. Oh. 
So the, the, that was a pretty, that was the longest four months, I believe, in my life because I just had to stay home and I couldn't do anything. Couldn't work, couldn't do. It wasn't even clear to drive until two months in. And two months in, I was pushing the envelope of driving. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Then uh, some, some friends of ours that we, that they raced the same racetrack, you know, at Eagle Raceway when we run a 305 there, they reached out to us and, uh, they own a, a, a physical therapy uh, place. Oh, okay. And so they reached out to us, and uh, Mark and Gina Vanderheiden, they uh, they helped me with my, uh, my my physical therapy and, you know, getting me back to uh, be able to move full, full body again. And without those guys, I wouldn't even be talking about going racing again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Them physical therapists, that, they're some amazing people. Oh yeah, the things that they there's times that you, most days are cussing at them because they're making you do things that your body is not ready to go do. But yeah, after it happens and your body relaxes and uh, you're like, oh man, I can I can move now. You know, it's been you know two months of being able to barely bend over and pick up my you know put socks on, put shoes on. Yeah, like, hey, I, I, I can do all this now. Yeah, most of them aren't there to be your friend while you're working with them, but you appreciate them a lot when they're done with you. Oh, without a doubt. And the the other thing, bringing that up, that they you know they helped you out with that, but the racing community is just kind of a tight knit group, aren't they? Oh, without a doubt. I mean, we had uh, when I when I was in the hospital, we, we you know we were still scheduled to keep racing. Cody, and, keep talking nice and loud, please. Oh, sorry. No, when uh when I was in the hospital, we were still scheduled to keep racing. And so there's a there's two track or two races on a Friday and a Saturday back at our home track at I eighty Speedway, you know, that's where you host most of our three sixty races in Nebraska. And one was just a weekly show on a Friday and Saturday was an ASCS national race. Well, you know, good work like I said, we bought my first sprint car through Jack Dover. And Jack Dover and a lot of the local guys I, I kinda grew up watching and racing with now. They uh, they got together with the ASCS national guys and, and did a pass the helmet. Oh, okay, yep. And you know help, helped to raise you know quite a bit of money to help offset the expenses of everything. Then uh, Houston, Jack Dover went to Houston and did the same thing at Houston because you know yep. that's that where the action happened. And Doug Johnson and Todd Boring were more than happy to help out with you know let Jack do what he, what he wanted to do up there and you know help raise money. Um, we had. Uh, John Soprano with Helmet Head with Helmet Head Designs. He paints all my helmets. He got together with some people and raised a bunch of money and, and bought us uh, fuel cards. Oh, yep. yep. Uh, to help help pay for uh, Good traveling to- back and forth to Sioux Falls for my my uh, all my uh, appointments and checkups. Oh and, yeah, because there's plenty of them always. Oh, I mean it was it was once a month till I got about six months in. Then it was every three months. Then you know. Yeah, I mean, there's been a lot of people that that helped us out, and I, I, I can't thank them enough. I, you know, I can see them seven days a week and can't thank them enough. Yeah, absolutely. You bet. So now you're you're coming back to racing, right? Yep. Um, was did you just can't stay away, or was it always the plan to come back? I mean, was that was that what you were working for through therapy and stuff? Was to get back to racing? No, actually, when when this all happened and uh, and I found out I was getting surgery done, um, it, it sucked because I knew that you know it. I'm like, this is it. I'm done. Uh, you know, 
I put my body through enough, you know, throughout the years of racing and sports and working. And, you know what? This is, it's done. You know, I, I didn't get to do what I got. I didn't get to do what I was hoping to do in my racing career. But, you know, that's fine. Like, I'm hoping that my son down the road, you know, we could take him racing. And knowing what I know now, you know, because when we first started running sprint cars, yeah, we had Jack's help. But we had a lot of hard, you know, hard knocks that we had to learn just by ourselves. Oh, yeah, yep. So kind of knowing those things, we're like, all right, well, you know what? Maybe, maybe we could bypass some of those hard, hard knocks with Leighton and we could start him out racing, you know. And kind of teach him things. Then, you know, as the whole rehab thing went on, I was getting stronger, getting better. Some talk of it kind of arose up between me and my my fiance, Katrina. And uh, we, we kind of talked about it. Okay, yeah, maybe we'll run a couple of races here and there. You know, not much, just just to have fun. Yep. Then, then one night we were like, all right, we're going to go out with her. She wanted to go out with her, her aunt and uncle. I said, oh, yeah, let's go out. You know, I'm, I'm off my pain meds, and I've been off them for about a month by then. It's like, you know, yeah, let's, we can go out and have some drinks. Well, she ended up drinking a little too much, and uh, and it kind of got upset about, with the fact that uh, I, was, I made the decision that I was done racing. So right then and there, I'm like, you know what? Maybe we're not done racing yet. <laughs> <She's> still, <laughs> you know, <laughs> she still wants to do this thing as, as much as I do. You know, it's it was kind of more of a, of a family decision, you know? Yep. And then when that, that night happened, like, all right, I'm going to keep that in my back pocket. Then, you know, the next night we kind of talked about it. We went to dinner and she's like, yeah, you know what? I don't want you to be done racing because that's what her family grew up doing was racing. Oh, her, okay. her family, her, she's from South Dakota, Sioux Falls. So oh, okay. she grew up, she grew up at Houston's and at I-90. Oh, okay. So she, she's all about the racing thing. That's awesome. So that, that's all that started. That's always good to have a woman like that on your side because then she understands it. Oh, without a doubt. Yeah, then this year, you know, I've been, I also run the Chili Bowl every year. Well, this is my first time missing the, actually, I went to the Chili Bowl this year, but I didn't race. We had Carson McCullough run for us. Yeah. And, uh, the first night we got there, we didn't, we didn't leave till, uh, Wednesday night. Me, Katrina, my mom, we all drove down together, met, met the team, all my, you know, my crew guys, my dad, my brother, Carson, we all, we met them down there, uh, Wednesday night and the Thursday morning. And the first night we were there, she I could tell she had her eyes are kind of watering up, so I kind of pulled her into the, in the trailer and was talking to her. She goes, I hate the fact, I hate watching you work on a race car that you're not racing. <laughs> so then again, I'm just like, yes, I'm in still. I can, I, you know, we're, we're still doing this. <laughs> I think it's a good thing you're marrying this woman. Yeah. But my actual next question was going to be, who's who's more who's more nervous about you getting back into racing, you or your fiance but it might actually be you instead of your fiance oh it, it's definitely me you know i was still you know we, we, we got cleared earlier this week to go race but uh you know i, I was still kind of like hesitant about it. I'm like you know maybe you should wait a little bit she's like no babe let's go race if you're cleared let's go race because I, I hate watching from the stands and not watching you because like, i want to watch you race whether it's you do bad or you do good i'd rather watch you do bad yeah. can't can't go wrong with that no. So, nope. um, when is your first race going to be? My first race actually is going to be this Friday night. Oh, okay. Where this at? Friday night, we're going to run a 360 at I-80 Speedway. Oh, okay. So, yeah, we actually went out and practiced Saturday morning. We got one session in before the rain came. But, damn, it didn't feel good. It felt good <laughs> getting back in. I mean, the, the track was nothing to be special. You know, it was nothing to talk about. It was, it was slicked up. But you know, 
we made some adjustments to the car and it felt damn good. You good. Perfect. Hey, we're going to take a quick break and we'll come right back. All right. Sounds good. Co-op Energy, your tri-state supplier for all your energy needs. Tires for cars, trucks, and tractors, and fuel like farm fuel, gas, and propane to heat your house and all your livestock barns. Co-op Energy even supplies the propane for the propane pusher. Co-op Energy has several convenient stores in towns located near your local tracks. Stop in before the race to get your gas, snacks, and beer. If interested in doing business with CEC, give Randy a call, 712-400-8216. One more time, 712-400-8216 to set up an account, or you can visit our website at www.coopenergyco.com. Dot com to find a location near your favorite track. Some of those locations are Wildcat Junction in Larchwood, Jackrabbit Junction in Sibley, in Worthington, the Interstate Sea Store, or the Blue Line Truck Stop. In Lakefield, it's Junction 86, and in Milford, Bogey Junction. Stop by and see what they have for you. All right, we're back with Cody. Uh, talking about racing, getting back into it this weekend. What what else are some of your plans going forward? Um, we're just kind of just going to, I mean, heck, we're, we're used to scheduling 40 to 60 races. We usually schedule about 60 races a year knowing that, you know, we're going to have some rain outs. And we'll schedule them, but we'll kind of pick and choose what we're going to do depending on what the whole team's, you know, plans are for that weekend. So, we don't really have a set schedule throughout the rest of the year. We're going to hit a couple of the local shows through I-80. With I-80 being its last year here, we're going to we're going to finish off the season with those guys. Then uh, we're going to play around with in a, in a 305 a couple nights and try to run the 305 Nationals. That'll work. Don't need, yeah, get used to it again. You know, you're probably a little out of shape, racing shape or whatever you want to say. Oh, without a doubt. Um, Maybe you're in the best shape of your life with all the rehab. Yes, and uh, I'm a firm believer. I don't care what kind of shape you're in. There's a different, there's a difference kind of shape between being in shape and being in racing shape. Oh, sure. Yeah, all I've ever raced is go-karts, and that was on a Sunday afternoon with John and Steve and so on, <laughs> a bunch of guys, so that wasn't too serious. But um, what, are, what, what are your sponsors then going into this year, Cody? Going into this year, or actually technically going towards the end of the year, is uh, – we got Tony Leonardo Plumbing, uh, Stan Caesar and Action Signs, Lyles Tires and Wheels, Kaiser Aluminum Wheels, Electrical Systems Incorporated, which is my dad, which is obviously the, the biggest supporter of my racing career, Millennium Homes, Thorpe's Auto Painting, and Helmet Head Graphics. And also, uh, sorry, we got Moss, Moss Racing Engines, Cement Excavating, and JR1 Chassis. That's... A good number of sponsors. Oh, yeah. So that Moss Racing Engines, is that like a local one down there by Omaha, or where are they out of? No, actually, Chris Moss, he's actually from uh, Besmer City, North Carolina. Oh, okay. He was actually the guy that was uh, the, the lead guy back in the day when uh, 
when Ford came out with their 360 program. Oh, okay. He was the guy in charge of that, more or less, you could say. Yep. It's always kind of interesting for me to learn when guys mention their engine builders, how many of them there are that you never hear about. Oh, without a doubt. So is this is this a Ford engine then? Nope. He does all he does all of our Chevy stuff. Okay. So he he switched back to the Chevy side. He does. He, he'll do. He's done Fords. He's done Chevys. Um, when they when they took away that program, he just said, "I'm done then," because they're going to put him in a desk uh, a desk job, and that's not what he wanted to do. He wanted to build motors. So he left. He was actually working for Roush Fenway, or he was actually working for Roush. Okay. And uh, ended up quitting them and starting his own, starting up his own motor company, uh, Moss Racing Engines. That's awesome. And uh, he, he does everything. I mean, he goes from 410s to 360s to 305s, Fords, Chevys. He even does, you know, just, just any, type, any type of motor he'll work on. Well, good guy to know, it sounds like. Oh, yeah, he, he, does, uh, he does awesome work. <laughs> sounds good. Hey, we, uh, we kind of end everyone with... Uh... Some rapid fire questions, and if, we know you got a birthday party to get to tonight, so we don't want to keep you too yeah, long. Late, and that's that's way more important than us. So, uh, oh yeah, we're going to the, we're going to the pizza machine tonight. All right, <laughs> is that one of them pizza joints where they got the games and everything too? Or yep, games, bowling, go karts, food. Oh, gotta have go karts. Right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, got it. You got you got a two seater so Layton can ride along, or is the go kart just for you? Uh, I'm not sure about the two seater. The only problem is if they have a two seater, he's just not quite big enough yet. Oh, okay. Oh, like yeah. I said earlier, he's he's a little tight. Next year. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the plan. Yeah, you so. bet. Um, hey, when we're done with this, if there's anybody else you want to thank or anything that we didn't mention, uh, go ahead and go with that. So, all right. What's, what's your favorite flavor of ice cream? Vanilla. Are you a cat person or dog person? Dog. Um, you have any hobbies other than racing? Um, no, not really. I mean, growing up, I played football, baseball, hockey, lacrosse, you know, I, other than racing, only thing I only thing I do is work. Work and racing. That's it. That, that's kind of a common theme. A lot of times, it seems like. Um, do you have a favorite movie? No, not really. Uh, the first thing you drink when you wake up in the morning. An energy drink. <laughs> <laughs> what flavor energy drink or what brand you like? Uh, usually the Moss White Can. Okay. There you go. Do you like snow or rain? Uh, we own a snow plow company, so, uh, snow. That, that, that stuff is white gold to us. Snow is. <laughs> white gold. Never heard it called that. I don't call it that. I plow snow for the county up here, and when it snows, I don't care for it. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's what, uh, if we have a good snow season, you know, that's what, that's what pays for a lot of the, uh, racing bills. Yeah, I hear you there. So then, the next question, same token or same general thing, would you rather it be 105 or 5? Oh, five. Five, then you get snow. <laughs> yep. Uh, favorite place to eat? I would say Buffalo Wild Wings. There you go. What's your favorite holiday? Oh, probably it's a, it's a tie between Christmas and Fourth of July. Then you just had your favorite, one of your favorite holidays then. Yeah, I, <laughs> I it sounds stupid. But I like spending money and blowing things up. 
<laughs> Doesn't everybody? That's awesome. Some <laughs> people. My, my mom's not the biggest fan of Fourth of July. Oh, my wife's not either. So, um, what app on your phone do you use the most? Twitter. And what's your favorite thing to eat, whether it's at home or when you go out to eat? Boneless chicken wings. There you go. How many speeding tickets do you have, Cody? Two. Oh, that's not bad at all. Um, well, actually, know what? Nope, I got one speeding ticket. I got maybe two. I think I got two warnings. Well, not, there you that's go. That's better yet, only one. <laughs> but what's the fastest you've ever driven a car on the highway? Uh, probably a hundred. What's your favorite drink? What's your favorite thing to drink? Um, probably Gatorade. Yeah, Gatorade, Pepsi, Bud's kind of into Diet Coke, so. And if you could own any car, or truck, whatever in the world, or whatever vehicle you, what would you wish you could have? A new pickup. I don't care which one it is. Just new. <laughs> just new all right well cody thanks for coming on on your uh, son's birthday give him a big shout out here to layton that's awesome and um is there you know we wish you the best coming back but is there anybody else or anything that we didn't mention that you wanted to mention yeah i, I said it earlier i you know obviously a huge shout out to my mom and my dad obviously for supporting oh damn 20 years of racing and uh you know, my fiance and my my kid to uh, understand, you know, me being gone. And, you know, they're, they're there for most nights. But I know when, she, when she's not there, I know she hates it a lot because she doesn't like to uh, not know what's going on and not see. Yeah, absolutely. Well, anyways, thanks again so much for coming on our little podcast with us. And like we said, best of luck going forward. Thank you. All right. Lester Days 2022 is August 20th. Put that on your calendar. It's going to be another great year. Um, you know, last year we had a smoking competition, and we're going to do that again. We had fire truck rides. We had a uh, little kid uh, tractor pull, uh, golf ball drop. Um, you know, we're, we're going to add some things that we think are going to be a lot of fun. And, you know, we're going to, I think, have a glow run on Friday night, the night before. So just a bunch of fun things that are going on in the great village of Leicester, Iowa. Come and enjoy the day with us in Leicester. Hey, we're back. Hey, that was almost better than I thought it was going to be. You know, the things that man's gone through and coming back to race. I mean, I, that was, I enjoyed that conversation we I, just had i i truly believe when you get something in your blood it's hard to not want to come back to it you yep. know and i think when racing's in your blood you know he's had almost as bad an accident as you can oh and yeah still come back i mean it said it he took a little while to get all of his feelings back i know to learn the details of the accident and stuff to sit there and not be able to see or feel anything yeah it's like God, I'd been, I'd been horrified. And he did the exact same thing I would have done, though. I would have asked for my dad or for oh, my yeah. mom, you know, <laughs> right away, too. So You know, I'm not, com you know, you were talking about getting in your blood. I'm not comparing what I went through or anything, but when we used to play fast pitch together for years, my shoulder went bad. 
And so I basically, I had to quit. Either quit or move to first base. Well, I well, played outfield, and I don't play infield. So. But, Toll, you almost played infield. Almost. I played short, but or shallow. But <laughs> um, when I had to quit, I don't think I went to a game for over two years. Yeah. It was just, it was easier to stay away altogether than it would have been to go and sit there and watch. Because if I would have sat there and watched, I would have wanted to play. And, I mean, you talk about stuff getting in your blood, and that's what it does. It's just something you really enjoy, and you hate to give it up, but you have to at some point in time because we get old and decrepit. Yeah, I know. I didn't want to stop pitching, but you know what? <laughs> I feel a lot better now on Saturday mornings and Sundays and yep. stuff like that, not pitching so many games. So, um, one side note, um, and we do wish Cody Ledger the absolute best, but um, Rico and I had a little misunderstanding. I think maybe Rico flies by the seat of his pants a little bit, is if you've watched his yeah, videos. You, you told and me stuff. we were doing Rico tonight. But so. uh, yeah, I sent him a reminder one, and uh, he says, uh, "Oh crap, <laughs> I can't do that tonight because I'm racing." <laughs> so. He's racing in Lernerville, so um, wish him the best tonight. I told him if he wins, give us a shout-out. Yeah, there you go. It was a <laughs> but shout. I think next week we plan on doing him. He, we didn't lock it in for sure, but uh, I assume Monday or Tuesday, something like that next week, we'll try and get Rico on. So. I'm sure you'll let me know when I need to come back over. Yep, no, absolutely. That's, that's why you're here, bud. Anyways, right. great show tonight, and see you next week.